0: What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another week of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs, RK Motorsport Consulting, and Earl Ramy Racing Engines. What is up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? I know. To, I know y'all probably can tell we sound a little bit different this week. Uh, it's because we're not at our usual setup here. We are actually rolling down the road um coming back from bristol tennessee we're headed down i-26 right now on the way back home wanted to uh get something out of you guys this week um it's it's been a week
1: yeah it sure has yeah
0: (laughs) from from friday at 12 o'clock to today
1: it's been a it's been a lot a lot of running um a lot of rain too. We uh, kind of messed us up. You know, our original plans were to head to Cherokee um, and see a, a, a big event there, at the Rock Gaunt Memorial. Um, luckily, we were able to see the uh, first night, the Twin Twin Super Late Model races, uh, five thousand to win, and that was really cool to be able to see that. But uh, Saturday, the big forty thousand dollar race rained out, so. Um, yeah we messed around and hung out and went play some video games with cole and landon uh chicken nugget and chicken tender there and we uh plan on coming back sunday morning and um we actually overslept our alarm there a little bit so couldn't make it back for church so we got looking well they're gonna call the race and rain race it monday at bristol so we said why not <laughs> let's go to bristol
0: it was a uh, definitely a last minute deal there and um He's, Sterling said, well, look, see if you can find a hotel room. So I looked, and apparently, because, you know, it was late in the week, and uh, hotels had already been got and been in, and they figured they wouldn't sell them much more, so we ended up getting a hotel room pretty cheap, not far from the track at all. actually in Bristol, Virginia, where our hotel was, which is it was just over the state line. Um... And had and yeah, <laughs> so we ended up there. Um, but yeah, we had fun. It was it, it was a boys' weekend, and uh, cold back here. Sleep right now. He'll probably wake up in the middle of us talking or something. But Lana's still back here. Say hey, Lana. Hey. So there's uh, chicken tender. <laughs> so uh, but no, it was fun. Um, we I felt like we've been on on the road and on the go for forever now yeah it really does feel
1: like it from last week um uh, well yeah it feels weird but last weekend going back to going up to bristol and hanging out and and ended up going back again this week but love it up there love the dirt um on bristol the uh the race the cup race and truck race which we'll get into a little bit later it was uh got some got some learning to do i think but uh good to know that they're gonna put it back on next year so um We'll definitely be ready for that, especially for the all the dirt cars themselves being able to come back uh, the dirt uh na- Bristol Dirt Nationals, or whatever. But um, definitely enjoy it up there for sure, and uh, glad we were able to go.
0: For sure, for sure. Well, I reckon let's uh get into some racing here. Uh, like I said, we went up headed up Cherokee Friday. Um, ended up getting there after, uh, hot laps had already started, and this is actually our first trip to Cherokee, even though, you know, it's only about two and a half hours from the house. I don't know why we never been to Cherokee. We just had never been to Cherokee, and went, and I'm gonna tell you what, the place was packed out. Yeah, it really
1: was. Um, I was really surprised actually for for Saturday for Friday night. I, I knew Saturday would be, but um, man, Friday was packed and uh, really good turnout. I think it was 44 Supers there and uh, big field of street stocks and big field of uh, crate cars and and all that. So there was a lot to see and and like I said, the stands were packed out. There was pretty much nowhere else to see it. So um, so that was cool being able to be there for that. And, um, like you said, we got to see some really good racing. The track was awesome. Uh, we said on our little live video we did earlier or Saturday morning that a lot of people say, you know, Cherokee kind of turns into a uh, just a 5 leader track, which it did not this week. Um, Friday night was perfect. I don't know if all that rain that they got uh, Thursday and all kind of helped that, but um, the bottom was fast and top was fast brandon shabby made the top work great um coming there for that last couple lap pass um during the second feature but um like we said old chris ferguson started kind of where he left off at bristol and especially with the hot laps and qualifying and heat racing he uh set fast time in his group and dominated his heat and um set fast time, of the night. Set fast time overall in the night yeah so uh He's definitely got speed in that car now. What all they did over the off season to—I know they completely tore it down and um, did a lot of stuff to it. So whatever they did is working for sure.
0: Definitely is. It really, uh, yeah, um, that car was on a rail, and he wasn't only Team Zero car that was on a rail because man that we talked to last week here on the show, Scott Bloomquist went out in Group B and set fast time in Group B. So. Uh, they got, they, they got, uh, Dale McDowell was even fast out there. Um, he was rolling. So, they really have figured out something, I think, um, in these Team Zero cars as of late.
1: Yeah, they definitely have. You could tell it, um, you could tell it at Bristol even. And, you know, talking with Scott last week, like he said, you know, they felt like they've found something and they were just lacking a little bit of motor there at Bristol. And, uh, but other than that, I think they had the best car and. Um, watching him in in the uh, heat race Friday night, the way he could rip the bottom and, I mean, he just, his drive off was noticeably different than everybody else's. So uh, that kind of looked like the Scott Blumquist of a couple years ago. Um, so all you Scott Blumquist fans, you got a lot to look forward to, I think. Uh, I think they, they're pretty happy with what they found.
0: For sure. Um, and I think <laughs> – these, it was twin $5,000 win races on, on Friday night. and um, I'll go ahead and tell you, Jimmy Owens won one of them. Brandon, and as Sterling said, Brandon Shepard won the other. Um, but I really think, and as it comes down to a lot of times, especially on a track that's had a lot of rain, it really came down to a tire game. Um, there were some guys running softer tires, and you could tell that they were... They were fast on the get-go, and then they kind of faded late, uh, some of them. And I think Scott was one of them. He wasn't real he – was, he was fast, don't get me wrong. But in the race, he was fast. He, he wasn't as fast off the, off the start as he was in a longer run. Um, so, I think it was a real tire game just planning on how long the run was going to be. The problem was is even though it was fast in a long run, the track – or the race itself wasn't that long and i just don't think he had quite enough time for his tires to really come in um in that first race chris ferguson got up there and he fell back some i think he might have been on the same tire game uh there late in the race he was coming back up towards the front uh him and chris madden kind of got into it right off the start um i think ferguson went in and kind of went to come down, and Madden was kind of coming up and messed up the right rear of Madden's car, messed up the left front of Ferguson's car. Um, So that kind of set the race for him, but I I, I think he had a fast car, and I think a longer race as what Saturday night would have been, they would have really had something for him.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. You know, you you never know, but you kind of wonder if a lot of those guys were, were, you know, with Scott using that race as kind of a test for tire um, to see what would be best for the big race on Saturday night. You never know, but um, you can definitely tell a big difference in the tire. But whatever Brandon Shepard was running, he come on like a rocket at the end of that race on the top um couldn't nobody touch him by no means so yeah i think that's like you said the the tire game's got a big thing to do with it um and 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 you know like we saw at bristol a lot of those guys were checking each you know everybody's right fronts and right rears trying to figure out what everybody was running and you know from friday to saturday at bristol it made a big difference i think as well you can see that with with the way chris fell in saturday night's race so um fast everywhere it's at now uh it's majorly majorly dependent on the tire selection you uh you, you take there but uh i just i i do feel really good about chris and them being able to to you know definitely run like they are now and and be uh competitive week in and week out
0: yeah for sure uh i think it'll be be real good uh it's it's a little different of what i feel about tires because i typically don't like a tire game i typically uh like with go-karts we've talked about it before i don't i don't like when it's just you know see who can get the fastest set of tires and stuff like that but it's different in late models for me because there's really only two tires you can use um You know, so it's just you know everybody's got the same two selects. It's not like you got there working and prepping tires because prepping tires in those series obviously is illegal, and which I am so grateful for because back in the day it wasn't, and that was the game that they played. Also was prepping tires and softening tires and doing all that. So I I I like seeing the tire game. to an extent because there's not one set tire that's gonna be necessarily faster than the other, I guess you say. So, it's just how you think the race is gonna pan out as to how, which tire you choose. And it's pretty fun to watch sometimes. Oh, it definitely is. You can definitely, and like we said,
1: standing out there at Bristol watching those guys going back and forth and seeing what tire this person took and they shaking their heads saying, Oh crap, you know, we screwed up and and all that. You know, it's pretty neat seeing that part of it, but, and you know, too, there's not a really, there's not a whole lot of options, which is good. You know, from what we've seen, you've pretty much got two or three options there. It's not like you got to have a whole trailer full of 40 different type tires, um, with different compounds and all that. So, um, you know, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tire game, and yeah, depending on that, but it's not overpowered necessarily like go-karts are anyway.
0: Yeah, for sure. But apparently, I'm going to tell you, yes, we talked about Brandon Shepherd coming on like a quote-unquote rocket <laughs> because, you know, he is a rocket. Um, but he was fast, but I'm going to tell you, Jimmy Owens, to me, really was the one who had it figured out Friday night. Because, man, when he come on, all of a sudden he checked out on everybody. Yeah, definitely. He he was making
1: the bottom work.
0: Um, once the track wore in a little bit,
1: uh, everybody looked like they started losing bike, four bike coming off the corner, especially Turn Two there coming off, and he was just—I mean—he would pull them three, four car lengths every lap uh going down the back straight away, so uh nobody could touch him then in and that heat especially, so i don't I don't know really what Saturday would have been, but if it had been a little of the same, then uh, yeah, I think uh Jimmy had it locked up for the weekend,
0: yep, because if so he'd have been he'd have been gone um that was that was a fast, fast fast car um well. After that, that was pretty much it. I mean, like I said, it was it it did come down to a good race between uh, Brandon Shepard and Dale McDowell. Dale McDowell led the whole race up until what two to go, I think it was.
1: Yeah, I believe it was. Um, He was rolling. Brandon was rolling, catching him quick, and uh, I really lap. I think lap traffic kind of played played the part in Dale losing the lead, but. You know, I really wish Dale would have moved up. Um, if he'd have moved up and, and took Brandon's line, I think he could have held him off for that couple laps there. But, uh, yeah, he, he got behind lap traffic on the bottom, and that was it.
0: It was. He just stayed there. I, I really thought he would have moved up. But his car was working so good on the bottom that I guess he didn't want to move up. But that track, and I really think it was in the last 10 laps of that race, The top really started coming in, um, because it wasn't there. It was it was about a midway, especially one and two. Uh, It was kind of you know the groove was about midway up the track, and uh, all of a sudden the top really just started coming in, and you could see it, because Brandon Shepard especially, um, he found it or he he was gonna make it work regardless, because he was going to the top.
1: Yeah, he definitely, there was a few other ones go up there. I know Brandon Overton went up there too, and uh, he was making progress there towards the end. But um, that's definitely where the speed went in the racetrack uh, towards the end of that second feature. But um, nonetheless, it's really good to see that there's two grooves at that racetrack. And, um, you know, depending on lap traffic, you can kind of move top or bottom wherever you got to go to keep your momentum up and, and keep good, fast lap time. So, um looking forward to getting back there and not sure when they're going to uh, reschedule the Rock Gaunt Memorial yet. They haven't they haven't announced that that I know of. Um, so we'll be on the lookout for that and uh, if there's any way possible we're going to be back there.
0: For sure and uh, while we're at it want to go ahead and thank SRI Performance for uh, helping us out getting up there. Um, we were actually going to do some media stuff for them. Take a bunch of pictures. And like I said, we got there a little later on Friday. So our plan was anyway to uh, get all that, you know, talk to all these people on Saturday. And uh, and we are going to take a bunch of pictures. Well, we got got there on Saturday. And uh, I don't think nobody ever uncovered their cars. <laughs> Some of them never took them out the trailer. Um, but I'm going to tell you what that is that that is one place when it starts raining you best have your good boots on because it gets muddy
1: yeah it definitely does um <laughs> it was nasty and slimy and everything else it was uh it was rough there in the pit so a lot of these guys was trying to get out and was getting stuck and everything else trying to leave there but um but it was cool to be able to hang out some and, and talk with a couple people uh we went over and hung out with scott and uh, Mackie, uh, flood a little bit, um, in Scott's pit there for a while and hung out and stayed out of the rain some, and, um, so it was really good to see them and, 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 and talk to them about wings, etc. and we, we went up going there to eat, uh, Saturday for lunch there in, uh, Bowling Springs, and it was really good, really cool place, really nice people there, so, uh, definitely anybody that's around that area, go check it out, and, in the next, uh, coming weeks there they're gonna have uh, Mac is gonna have his store open um, in in Gaffney so everybody gonna look out for that uh, be perfect for good get you some good wings and watch some good sports and racing uh, like he said all the uh, all the streaming services it's got races on if you can't make them to it go there you can watch them get you some good wings and have a good old time
0: wings and everything else cuz I'm gonna tell you what I had a barbecue sandwich and that thing was pretty on time pretty daggone good Um, alright well I know y'all saw it on our uh, on Facebook because we want to celebrate I guess this from Facebook Um, we hit over 2,000 likes on our Facebook page and uh, we thank y'all for it I mean obviously all y'all are the ones who like the page and you know come along with us every week and uh, listen to the show and hang out with us and talk back and forth with us on on uh, on all our social media platforms really but but this particular one is Facebook and uh, we wanted to do some sort of giveaway last week when we were getting close to it me and Sterling was talking about it we was like well what what can we give away? Can we give away some race tickets? Can we give away you know just some stickers or something else? Well. We got up to the track, and we figured out something else we wanted to do while we were up there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, thanks to uh, Scott Blunkus and uh, Mackie Flood and Wings Etc. we got us a uh, uh, pretty much a collector's item because this a you know he, they got Wings Etc. on the car this past week and uh, for for that big race there in Gaffney. So we got us a shirt, uh, Scott Blunkus shirt there, Wings Etc. all over it, good looking T-shirt um signed by the goat himself for scott Bloomquist.
0: and so we're going to give away a t-shirt signed by scott Bloomquist, uh Blumquist, uh team zero scott Bloomquist t-shirt with wings etc as a sponsor on there being that they're a very a limited time sponsor and it helped you know it's it's somebody here in south carolina with us so we wanted to you know kind of highlight that some um so now we gotta figure out a way to give this away what let's see here I'm gonna put up a post on our Facebook page and what you're gonna have to do on this post first you're gonna have to obviously like and share the page when I put up the post, all it's going to say is GIVEAWAY. I want you to like that post and what's a word we can use in there, what's a phrase or a word we can use in there, you, you know anything? I say, I tell you what, because it is Wings Etc on Scott Bloomquist's car, I want y'all to write Wings on a Goat. So on that post, when I put Giveaway on a Facebook post, your response after you like and share the page, because that is a requirement also, because we can see that who all likes and shares the page. The phrase I want you to write under that post is wings on a goat and in come next week's episode we will randomly very randomly choose one person from there from that post and you will win a scott bloomquist t-shirt signed t-shirt so uh y'all be on the lookout we'll post it on our page obviously post it on uh a few other groups and stuff so y'all be on the lookout for that that's pretty cool so we thank y'all so much for hanging out with us following us uh each week
1: yeah absolutely appreciate y'all very much and uh and you know definitely listen to the show and and (laughs) um let everybody else know to listen to the show but you know that's that's kind of our thing is um in order to in order to win you gotta listen. So hopefully everybody'll tune in and um get a chance at uh getting your name in the hat to
0: win this thing. For sure, for sure. Well like we said like I said a little while ago, I want to thank our buddies over there at SRI Performance for uh helping us out every week. As always, um guys, we can't say it enough. Uh, any parts you need for a race car, whether it be dirt, asphalt, I don't care if it's a mud truck, whatever. Go to SRI Performance. They got parts for your vehicle. If they don't have them, they can get them, I promise you, but most likely they got them because they got a little bit of everything. Um, Also stock car steel and aluminum. Um, They got all the sheet metal you will ever need for a car, Uh, all the tubing you will need. You want to build one from the ground up, build a roll cage, they got everything you need as far as that goes. So y'all go check them out. Also with Draco Springs, go check out all the PDF sheets at SRI Performance for those Draco Springs. Um, I also want to thank our buddy Earl Ramey at Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Some of the best crate. Engines in the world, Um man. I'm gonna tell you what there was a lot of them. It's been everywhere. I saw more. Earl post every week when when one of his guys wins, and I'm gonna tell you what he literally posts every week because every week one of his guys is winning. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. uh they, <laughs> everybody knows it. Definitely in the crate world, who to go to uh, for the best horsepower in the sport, really and um it's not just it's not just the power that he provides um we saw it at Bristol you know he's there to help everybody whether you run his motors or not he's there to help you um he's very knowledgeable and and, and you know he takes the time to do whatever he's got to do to make sure you're out there on the racetrack running so uh you're not just buying when you partner up with, with Earl Ramey and you're not just buying a, a, a good reliable engine from him you're getting um a partnership that y- you can definitely count on. So uh definitely go check him out. Um, once you get the motor and that thing, get up there to his shop and get it on the chassis dyno, see what it's actually uh see what it's actually doing. Um to the rear tires there, go check him out. He's got the best of equipment you can you can imagine. So um you will definitely not be disappointed partnering with him.
0: For sure. Well other than you know, dirt track racing world going on this week. There was more dirt track racing world, even if you go to NASCAR, as all the talk has been. And like we said, we're on the way back now from heading up there to Bristol again this weekend. It was completely unplanned trip. Like we said, we just woke up Sunday morning. I was like, man, Bristol ain't but a two and a half more hours away. You know, we can find some tickets and and uh, find a hotel room. We can head on up there and check it out, and make a day of it, watch two races, which which was re- actually really good. I, I almost feel like because of time that took, that should that's what that should be. That should be a two a a, a double show. You know, it it felt like it actually fit in the day.
1: Oh, it definitely did, and you know I I'd love to see heat races for sure, um, and they could have done that all in one day too. Um, they could have they could have started out today with you know a few practices and um, ran the heats and ran the mains, no problem. Um, plenty of time to do it for that for that length of race, and I think that length of race was perfect uh, for being on dirt there. But the the only issue with that was that I saw was the track prep throughout the day um, or throughout the race I guess that was only negative thing I have to say but for the first time going to Bristol on dirt with the trucks and the cars cars haven't been on dirt period but um, it put on a really good show, it really did and it made it it exciting in a different way Um, and it kind of Made certain people stand out, which you didn't really think would be good on dirt, and they did. So it was really interesting to see.
0: Really was. Um, going back just a second, I really think even if they want to make it a two-day show, why not run all the practices and heats on Saturday, and then run truck race, you know, first like they did, and then turn around and run the Cup race afterwards, because. Um, you got more bang for your buck um i know these track owners and promoters and nascar or whatever they probably like to make a little more money out of it by making it a two day show and not just having one ticket but they ended up being at it was supposed to be limited capacity if you had a truck ticket you could stay over and go to the cup race or if you had a cup ticket you could just show it to them and go to the truck race then um so uh I felt like the people who only had a cup ticket probably got a little screwed out of it, but oh well, it happens. Um, But it was cool to see. It was, uh, we got in there about 11.45, race was supposed to start 12. They got out there and got going with the trucks. And first little stint, I thought the trucks was gonna get a little muddy. and, And they did for just a little while but they had worked that track good bit that night or Sunday night before, and uh it wasn't near as bad as what I thought it would be.
1: no, it really wasn't they um and we we saw pictures like you said, they worked it about all night it looked like um getting it ready for for yesterday, and it was in really good shape the uh the only downfall like you said was it it just it took it took rubber so quick and it, it dried out so fast that you know it, it really made for kind of single groove it kind of like old bristol what it looked like you just dead in the bottom couldn't go up it was too too much dust and stuff up you know a groove and or more up the racetrack. you could not go up there um couldn't you, you couldn't run the cushion by no means and be uh and have momentum coming off so um but all in all for what they did Track-wise, my opinion was really good for the first time there. So, you know, kind of like we said, I wish they'd have, in the cup race. I wish they would have run half the race and then they would have red flagged it and went out there and completely reworked the track. It takes about an hour for them to do it. Wouldn't have been no big deal. Go out there and rework it, run another 125 laps because the first, I'm gonna say, the first 60 laps of that race was really good. You could pass. We watched Kyle Larson run from dead last to 11th and like 30 something laps um that was really awesome to see and and he was having a blast doing it but once once the track uh rubbered up and all it really couldn't go nowhere it was just i mean it's just like you would drive an asphalt track
0: yeah it was um and watching the truck race truck race going into the cup race it uh me and Sterling was talking about this last night a little bit. The guys who are known for more dirt racing, other than Kyle Larson, because Kyle Larson is just a phenom at everything and can drive anything and adapt to however he needs to drive it almost instantaneously. Um, it, I don't know. It, the dirt guys... Almost seemed to want to drive it like a dirt track, as as you think you would have to. um But that wasn't exactly working in the trucks or the cup cars. You had to you had to roll the corner a whole lot more than what I thought you would have to. It it, it really came down to driving smooth instead of trying to drive hard. It almost seemed like, and even I was telling Sterling at the end of the cup race, I was. I had my scanner on, and I was listening to TJ Majors and Joey Logano's spotter. And uh, he kept on reminding him, reminding Joey to drive it like an asphalt track, drive it like an asphalt track, drive it like an asphalt track. He just kept saying that, just reminding him to not go in there and slide it, not go in there and tear up tires, just telling him to drive it like an asphalt track. And apparently that was fast.
1: Yeah, it definitely was the faster way around there, and and we noticed that early on in the uh, in the truck race with uh, Martin Truex Jr. because he had such a lead. He, well, anybody has been to Bristol, um, once cars get all the way around there, you really can't hear let off points. You can't hear him getting back on the throttle because it's just like a big echo. But he would pull such a big lead early on in those restarts that you could hear him rolling in the corner all the way off the throttle and just. About center of the corner, picking back up on the throttle, and just easing right out of the corner. And I mean, he was just walking the dog on him. So I kind of figured that's what it was going to be in the Cup race, and it was. But about times about ten of that. So, um, and I think that was solely because of the you know the track just taking rubber, and they couldn't they couldn't overdrive the car because it was burning tires up in no time. They could not. You, you, we listened to them on the scanner i mean they were pretty much bald when they took them off if they were driving it too hard so um next time around I what they'll do different if they'll bring a different tire or if they'll work the track more or what they'll do but um i know they kept trying to spray water on the top and the bottom of the racetrack to kind of help with dust and ended up going single file in that cup race to to, to try to help keep dust down where people see but it it didn't really work. It really didn't. I mean, it got really dusty there for a while, and um, hard to see for those guys. Actually, caused a caution on them straight away for that. But on a restart, but um, I don't know. It's just it's what people say. Okay, we we want to see them on dirt. It really wasn't. It was good. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't dirt to me. It wasn't racing on dirt because it just they just I don't know if the cars just aren't made for it or if the track just wouldn't allow it once they got to that point. But um, like I said, it was basically just running on dirty asphalt.
0: Yeah, it was. And I was thinking about this before, you know, you go watch a dirt late model race, the biggest dirt late model racer as far as I know, there may be one something bigger, but I mean, you know, look at Eldora, um, which, you know, everybody talks about Eldora is kind of the biggest, some of the biggest races of the year at Eldora um they only run 100 laps and the truck race to me felt yeah at the end it rubbered up took some rubber but it was only about the last 50 laps that that happened i think if you're gonna run 250 laps you're gonna have to run 125 work the track and i mean completely work the track and then you know obviously come run the last 125 um because it just was way 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 too hard and way too rubber i mean it the track was it was shiny i mean shiny shiny because it just get taken so much rubber and and I, and I wonder if that also had to do with a tire. I wonder if maybe... Because Goodyear ain't really much into the dirt tire game at all. Um, so they're kind of guessing, I guess, when it goes to it. I mean, obviously, they'll probably buy a Hoosier tire and, and work off of that. But these cars are a lot heavier. The trucks and, and the cup cars are a lot heavier than a, uh, a late model or modified or any of those type cars. So I'm wondering if maybe they had too soft of a tire maybe
1: yeah probably so um that probably had a lot to do with it and just the whole setup of the car the way everything is set up on them things totally different than a dirt car itself so um the way the the way that the track takes rubber is totally different and we saw that last week i mean there was 800 and something cars at, at bristol week before the cup cars got there and I never saw the track as black as it was yesterday. And now granted, they kept on working it throughout the day, which is, I think, what they needed to do yesterday. But um, it's what it is. They got a lot to learn, I think. And I think they'll pick up more for next year when they come back in. They'll be in the new, uh, the new car for next year, too. So will that make a difference? I don't know.
0: And like Sterling just said, and we put it out yesterday right during the race when I could because my, my phone wouldn't hardly work at all. It wouldn't get nothing out too fast but if y'all hadn't heard already dirt will be back on bristol for 2022 um which is exciting to me not necessarily because of the nascar stuff on it um but more for the uh bristol dirt nationals and i kind of put a question out there yesterday on on facebook uh you know saying hey can we go ahead and confirm Dirt Nationals for 2022. That'd be awesome, you know, because we want to go ahead and start planning for it. Because it was a fun time, and we want to see more racing. And uh, it was a little while later. All of a sudden, I looked on the Bristol Dirt Nationals page, and they put on there who would like to come back in 2022 for Bristol Dirt Nationals 2022. So uh, maybe that's maybe maybe it's happening. Sounds like it. Sounds like it, and it looks like a uh, chicken nuggets woke up back here. You wanna say hey? Hey. <laughs> he finally woke up on our on our road trip back, but uh, man, I hope we get to go to some uh more Dirt Nationals up at Bristol. Yeah, I sure hope so.
1: I'm I'm looking forward to that, and uh, hopefully we can get up there and get stay a little longer this time, and uh, hang out with the guys a little bit more. It's a lot of fun, and uh, it's like a big family up there, so it's pretty cool to do that um and and you know people say you know whatever it didn't put on good right i think it put on great racing while we were there last week i really did um some of the smaller classes like, that tore up a lot of stuff they did for sure i don't i be honest with you i don't think a lot of those guys are used to going as fast as they were going and the uh and the crate late models i think they were they were wide open the whole time so it's kind of like there was a like a restricted plate on them, essentially. I mean, they were just over top one another. So when one of them spun out, they all got caught up in it. But um, other than that, I think it, it, it made for some really good racing. And um, I can't, I don't really have much bad to say about Bristol being on dirt.
0: Me neither. But I do think, um, you know, first time is obviously a test. And I say first time, it's not necessarily the first time late models have been on bristol because it happened 20 years ago but in the modern well i say modern the new day now that that uh dirt being put on bristol and late models and stuff like that racing on it um this first time right here it's kind of a test see how it goes well everybody loved it there's been there's been a lot of good talk about it us talking about it and other places talking about it and I, everybody loved watching it from what I understand from what I see um, and so maybe that I want next year maybe there'll be more sponsors more money put into it so maybe next year great late model race might be a $50,000 to win race and uh, man I would I'd love to see something like that love to see you know, lower classes getting big money in. I'd love to see the the Hornets get out there and race for twenty thousand dollars or something. That would be that would be awesome to see. That would be make for good racing and get some of the best of the best out there. I will say, uh and we kinda talked about this before, I'd almost rather see a couple weeks of of racing instead of trying to pack it all into one week. Um and not limit the classes as much, being that you got, you know, a couple weeks. Um, maybe one week you have the Hornets and Modifieds or something like that, that way they have something big to race with. And you don't limit those guys. You put a big, big race up there, and you end up racing heats and heats and heats and getting the best of the best out of there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's – It'd be cool to see, but, man, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to see it back.
1: Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. Any chance we can go to see a bunch of race cars and cool cool facility and, and, and all like that, it's just really cool to be able to go. So looking forward to our next trip up there. And uh, who knows? They word of Outlaws is coming back, The um, or coming, the Supers and the uh, Sprint cars separate weekends in April. So um, you never know. We might be finding our way back up to
0: Tennessee. And the big block modifies, they'll be all up there. So that'll be more fun racing to watch at Bristol. So you still got a few weeks if you want to, uh, if you haven't been to Bristol yet to see action on dirt and you want to head up there, uh, you still got a few weeks, a few more races to go check out. So if you can get there, go get there. Uh, i am Personally, I, I'll be honest with you, I'd love to see, some um... some sprint car, 410 sprints buzzing around there because super late models were putting down 15 second laps on the dirt I can only imagine what a uh, 410 sprint is going to do around there
1: yeah that's going to be insane and I saw the driver entry list already for the sprint cars um, really really stacked field Kyle Larson one of them um... So, it's definitely going to be something to watch. Uh, Lord knows how fast it's going to be going around there. It's going to be crazy. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm like you. I'd I really love to go see that.
0: Boys, did y'all like watching some good racing at Bristol? Yes. Yes. Wow. yes. yes. <laughs> Apparently they liked it. So uh, it's fun to have a boys trip. Take the boys, and uh, we ended up, you know, going a little longer than what we thought we were going to be it was supposed to be a uh, two-day trip which turned into a what day are we on let's see Friday. four day trip so so uh it's been fun it's been fun um so i don't know what else we got it's kind of short show this week um just trying to get something in there for you guys we want to get on here and make sure we got a giveaway and everything and talk about racing and I think we got it, we we were limited on racing just pretty much to the cup race this week or NASCAR stuff this week, even though we saw a little bit Friday night, but we're a little, somewhat limited unfortunately this weekend, but hey, that's that's racing. That's how it happens sometimes. We don't like it, we, we travel to go to these races and get rained out, kind of stinks sometimes, but it is what it is. It ain't the first time, probably will not be the last. Most definitely sure of. Um, what else we got?
1: Well oh, man, I don't know. Coming up, uh, we got uh, our buddy Derek Griffiths going to be in Hickory for the Easter Bunny. A double header deal. They're going to have two, I guess they're going to make up last year's, whatever. Uh, so Friday and Saturday night, have a pile of super late models and whatever else up in Hickory this weekend. So that's a big, big race. A bunch of people come from all over for that. So um, our plan is to be there. We're going to head out Friday and get up there and, and um our, root our dude on there and see if we can't get him a win up there. And uh, So if y'all in the area and want to see some good asphalt racing, get
0: up there. That will be the pass tour up there, racing the Easter Bunny. Um, I think there's going to be a good crowd of cars. There's always a good crowd of cars at that. Um, I think Derek's got a good chance. He likes that track. We'll be talking with him soon here. Um... So yeah, y'all get to a racetrack, get to Hickory, get to whatever track you can get to, support all these local tracks. I'm gonna tell you, I, and maybe it was cause last year, people, you know, just weren't able to go and they realized how much they wanted to go. But man, every track we've been to this year so far, it's a packed house and and uh, they're just fans just loving racing right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Like we said, Cherokee was unreal. Uh, amount of people there, um, Bristol even. I mean, they said twenty five percent capacity. I'd say it was more than that, but it was, it was very crowded there. I couldn't imagine going to Bristol and trying to get out of there in traffic with it hundred percent full. So, uh, but yeah, there, there's people loving racing right now, and and, uh, and and whether it be dirt or asphalt, whichever, um, they're they're packing them out, man. So that's great for these promoters too to get 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 some good big events coming up. Um, pay some big money and, and you' uh, you'll have a bunch of people show up I promise
0: for sure you, you, I know they say if they if you build it they will come but if you pay it they will come too I promise you so but anyway guys we appreciate y'all hanging out with us on this somewhat abbreviated show and late show this week um, and sounding different because like I said we, we are traveling back from Bristol at the moment and headed headed home um, so anyway guys want to thank again SRI Performance stock car steel and aluminum Draco Springs RK Motorsports Consulting our buddy Randy King um, Earl Ramey Racing Engines also want to thank Ford Bite Apparel and speaking of Ford Byte Apparel Cole Train, Cole Vanderheide, he uh, this week They went to race uh, in Tulsa, I think it was, and ended up running really, 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 really good. I think he won his heat. Yeah, he won his heat race, Uh, qualified really good, won his heat. Um, Was running top three in the main, and something happened He hit that daggone infield tractor tire, the infamous infield tractor tire.
1: Yeah, that'll get you. That's for sure. Ain't ain't much recovering from that one.
0: Nah, kind of rough. So, anyway, kind of ruined his race there. But hey, he's uh he's come a long way because you know he really ain't got many races under his belt and um putting it up front finally. Yeah, definitely.
1: And uh, I believe he's headed back there this weekend. So, uh, got him a lot of uh, a lot of seat time there, and um, he'll be ready to get back at it and try to get him a win
0: yep um i'm gonna have to talk to our buddies bs racing um the gncc race was up in society Hill this past week our plan was originally to go to it uh and then we you know had some media obligations up at cherokee so we we had to scoot on over cherokee um i hope our boys matt and william there did well i'll be getting some uh some results from them and checking out what they did up there maybe some video stuff who knows but it was a huge 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 turnout huge turnout
1: yeah i don't remember how many uh entries they said they had but
0: 2,
1: <clears throat> yeah i think 2,000 entries and over 10,000 people were there um i saw the bird's eye view of the parking area and all and good lord it was packed so uh been really cool to see that for sure I Hate we missed it but uh I hope them guys uh, had a good showing.
0: For sure, cause uh, it looked like a fun time there, regardless. I, I, I think it's one of them things you can lose the race, but you ain't you ain't gonna lose that party, cause there was a pile of people there. Um, but also, guys, uh, check it. Want you to check out Checkered, the new racing social media. All about racing. Uh, no, no political, BS. No no aunt sally's cats no none of that junk we talk about racing on checkered so y'all go check it out it's all racing all the time um go check them out our Mac solutions as always um y'all got any fab fab needs far as you know, far as your machines that you use for your fab work you have repairs need to be done too if you need parts for your fab machines you be sure to check out r Solutions. They can hook you up with all your fab needs. But anyway, guys, um, like I said, notice a little shorter show than we've had lately on here. No big interviews on here. Sorry. We, uh, you know, we'll do better. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, we have fun this week. Y'all have fun again? Yes. They still say they're having fun. Y'all tired of riding yet? <laughs> they don't know if they're tired of riding yet but uh we had fun with the boys this week and uh hope to get to do that again soon
1: yes sir can't wait to do it and uh hopefully they'll be tagging us on to hickory and we'll be uh we'll be ready to pull pull for Derek a little bit next week and y'all ready to go back
0: yes they want to watch some racing they had to play hooky from school to do it well landon's actually over here doing school work right now so can't uh can't go to racing if you ain't got your schoolwork done. So y'all all remember that. But anyway, guys, we will catch y'all next week. So uh, y'all be sure, like we said, get on there, like our Facebook page, like our like all our pages. But be sure to like and share our Facebook page to be in and uh go go put on their wings on a goat, and you will be entered in the t-shirt giveaway t-shirts wings etc t shirt signed by scott bloomquist so y'all be sure to go check that out you really want this shirt we'll put a picture of it up in that uh in that post on on facebook so uh guys appreciate y'all again and uh we will see y'all next week later